bones of the day, and this is too tough to die. One, two, three, four! Welcome, one and all, to Ramones of the Day, the podcast examining every Ramones song alphabetically from 53rd to the word zero. I am Philip. And I am Molly. And today we're discussing Too Tough to Die. <laughs> this is from the album Too Tough to Die <laughs> from 1984. It is their eighth studio album. It is written by The DD. The DD. The DD. And I gave it a song category of fighting. There's a lot of fighting between tough guys in this one. <laughs> Those guys are so tough. Oh, man. They're too tough to die. That's too tough. Sure. You're so tough. You can't beat me. I'm too <laughs> tough. Um, Too tough to be forgotten. We can, should we fight that guy? He looks awfully tough. Yeah, maybe he is. He might be too tough to die. Oh, he might be too tough. Um... <laughs> They played this song live, the Ramones. Oh the my gosh. About. You want to take a guess? I do want to take a guess, and Go I'm gonna it. I'm gonna tell you that I'm gonna take a lower guess than I think they probably played because it All seems right. like even though this is the the namesake on the album. Which is rare for them. Which is rare. Um it doesn't seem like it's a song that gets hyped a lot in I would agree. the Zeitgeist. Sure. So I'm going to say they played it 1984. It's a long time for them to play it. A hundred times. Go higher. Oof. 150. Higher. Man. Seriously. Seriously. 200. Too high. No. Um, <laughs> uh, I, fa- I found on setlist.fm 174 confirmed. Okay. So adjusted so like for nerdflation. 200 is right in the sweet 383. spot. 383. So once again, Molly, you have won that trip to oh, Phoenix. Oh, yeah! We're a tour of Denver, Phoenix, <laughs> every airport you could get stuck in. It's yours. Nice. Dallas and Atlanta. Dallas and Atlanta. That's what the worst tour in the world. <laughs> the worst. Um, we got another one, two, three, four. Nice. They're Just all over the place. Pretty solid days. one. Yeah, a really solid one. Yeah. Which, that makes me happy that there's a solid one, two, three, four in the namesake on the album. Yeah. You know. Yeah. We if you're re- going to put it in, that's where you should be putting you it think, in. By that point, they've played so many shows and done so many songs, and he's said it like 20 times a show. Yeah. So he's probably got to be pretty good, but there almost has to be an element of be like, oh, I really got to bring my one, two, three, four A game yeah. to the title song. Totally. And I bet there's sometimes where... He might even just phone in a one two three four or slip Gotta in a be. one two three four, sure. like when he's just kind of feeling like it or fucking around. Yeah. But on this song, it's like I bet he does a warm up before the <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like gargles, writes it out a couple times so he's got it correct. Writes it out. I bet. I bet there's an so element. Good. There's an element. You know, no one doesn't like him. Totally. Um. So yeah, this song is the title of the album. Yeah. Now, I'm going to put you on the spot. I'm sorry for this. I'm oh, going to no. put you on the spot. Sure. There is another time that that happened where the they like the album title is also a song title. Rock and Roll High School. No. Technically not an album, like a full studio album of theirs. Uh, this is where some people, like hopefully, if we're doing our job right, listeners are screaming at us through uh, their headphones. 
And then when I leave one off, they're going to be even angrier. Uh, don't tell me. Don't tell me. Animal Boy. It is Animal Boy. Yeah! Good for you! No, but that was just kind of like a reduction. It was just math. But yeah, you have more than yeah, anything. 14 to figure out. <laughs> yeah. uh, they technically say the words end of the century, uh-huh. but that's not the that's not Yeah, the that's, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. It's, it's kind of funny that they didn't do that more often when you think about it. I mean, they they use so so few words. It seems like yeah, just pick one. Yeah, like no, they got something else. It would be fun to be in the room with them when they're deciding anything. It, yeah, well, anything. True that. <laughs> but um, like, does the one, two, three, four conversation come after, or does it happen? They're just, or does it happen organically in the first playing of the song? Or oh, like, like whether we're gonna? Yeah, it? yeah. Sure. Uh. You know, is Didi always trying to ham fist the one, two, three, four one? And they're like, Didi, enough! We, we've got seven one, two, three, fours on this album. Or I don't know. It's just like, it's a fun hypothetical. That's my thing! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you can't do it. Um, the we're, we're dealing with facts and trivia. Still on so, facts and so trivia. So here we go. Um, I had a fact and trivia. Fact about this is that this title... Uh, is supposedly inspired by the fight in 1983 that Johnny had with uh, Seth Macklin of the band Sub-Zero Construction. Huh. Um, This is the fight that happened outside of, like, near Johnny's apartment, and he saw Seth Macklin with a girl he used to date. They get in a fight. Seth Macklin kicks the hell out of him. Uh, oh, and he really got hurt. To the point that okay. he had to have emergency right. brain surgery. That's right. I remember this. Um, this was in, and this was in Johnny's autobiography, wasn't it? Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. Thank you. Um, but it's interesting you say that because supposedly he rarely spoke of it. Uh-huh. Um, he was 29 at the time. Okay. It was August 15th, 1983. Uh-huh. Um, I always thought the most lasting image of that is that in having to do that, he would have to get his precious, terrible haircut. Like, he, they had they had to, you know... They, yeah, shave his head because yeah. he got surgery. Yeah, yeah, totally. Kind of incredible to think about. Are there any shots of him with a shaved head? Or there, what's I've that? never seen a shot of him with a shaved head, but there's some pictures after this when he's back on his feet and everything when he has really short. Huh. I've like, never really seen any of those short. photos. That's yeah. fun. Look him up. Yeah. You can find him. Okay. Um, because I actually just wanted to sidebar on this conversation for a moment. Because okay. I, 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 I had never heard that. Of course, that makes total sense. Uh-huh. Um, about the hair or about the fight? No, about the fight. Where, where Did you just remember that from his autobiography or did you I, read that in your research? I did, or? but you can look up the archive uh, story from the New York Times, uh-huh. okay. which is kind of hilarious yeah. because it refers to him as Mr. Ramon. <laughs> it, event, it eventually <laughs> says, it eventually says, like, his real name, John Cummings, but, like, in the beginning, it was like, it. <laughs> Mr. Ramon was walking home, and like, aw, sidebar you from, don't know what you're talking about. Sidebar from the sidebar conversation I want to have, uh, so recently saw Bohemian Rhapsody. Okay, the And movie. realized, yeah. yeah, the movie, and, and you know. Freddie Mercury's real name is clearly not Freddie Mercury, but it just <laughs> made me realize, like, why don't we all change our names to something awesome? And, and I mean, nobody has to be chained to their last name. Like, who cares? It's 2018. So I was trying I to come up with mean. some fun. I mean, like, we could all be living our lives as an avatar right now if we wanted to. I think it's like $200 to change your name. You I'm know? sure. I'm sure there's better. I'm sure there's ways to improve it. 
I always think that like, like I can't believe that his name was really Elvis Presley. I can't believe his name was really Johnny Cash. Like, yeah, that's Johnny Cash is a much better because Presley doesn't mean anything, but Cash no, but is a Johnny, loaded word. Johnny Cash was yeah. his name. Even like Mick Jagger. Yeah, Mick, but Mick Jagger wasn't his name. It's Michael but his Jagger. La- I thought Jagger was a name that he took that was from that was his that was his born name Jagger. I believe that was his born name. Really? It's an incredible name. Yeah. I don't believe that. His middle name's Philip. Um, <laughs> okay, settle down. <laughs> but it, no, no. I thought I, I always thought I had always understood his name was Michael Philip Jagger. Huh. Which is still like even giving the last name Jagger is still like oh my god that's amazing. But yeah, I feel like the best given name right, yeah. and prove me wrong is Johnny Cash that he given didn't, name that yes yeah. given yeah. born yeah. they named the guy Johnny, Johnny Cash it's pretty good and just like I don't know gave him an electric guitar when he was yeah born? yeah like, no he came out of the womb with it in hand they I'm didn't know sure. what <laughs> they handed that kid yeah there's probably some I just realized he probably has like an old great great grandfather who was also named Johnny Cash yeah probably who lived in a whole other time and they're like oh yeah that guy oh, that's ironic he's dirt poor you know like yeah, that'll yeah. never that what a lousy name I don't know so but I good. feel like Johnny Cash is the best one otherwise yeah we could all stand improving yeah, but why don't we? You know what I mean? I don't know. It would be awesome if I went into whatever, a restaurant, and they were like, Miss Ramon, your table's ready. I mean, that would just you be could? hilarious. See, okay. You I can... would never do that because whatever. You, it's already been done. You don't have to really do it. But <laughs> I could just use something, it. Something I've considered doing uh-huh. is when I go get coffee somewhere yeah. and they ask me for my name. Just give them Ramon. Well, actually, what I wanted to give them is... Uh, Say Joey, Johnny, Dee Dee, Tommy, Ramon. <laughs> <laughs> or something like that. Wouldn't it be amazing to say, like, to have... I bet the coffee guys would totally get behind you if you're like... Totally. Say, what's your name? And you're like, David Bowie. Yeah. Please say David totally. Bowie. Totally. So like, like... No, that's fun. Iced latte for David Bowie. Yeah, why Why not? That's, that's awesome. That's Do you hilarious. have one picked out? No, I was thinking yeah. about... The name Molly Gold, because I thought that sounded wow, cool. Molly Gold, that's good. But then I researched the name Molly Gold and realized that a lot of girls have that name, and they're all kind of just super normal, so I'm like, meh. You know what you, sh- you, know what you should consider? Huh? Johnny Cash. Yeah. <laughs> it's Mrs. Johnny Cash to you. <laughs> Mrs. Johnny Cash. Um, okay, so so let, let's bring it back to Too Tough to Die here. Okay. Um, so, well, first of all, I want to say... Uh, I don't think we mentioned that Richie's on the drums on this one. Not yet. We haven't. And uh, maybe it's just a placebo effect. Okay. Um, But I do hear the drums as much tighter on this song than, say, a song we just reviewed, which was... um, Tomorrow She Goes Away? Yeah, which was off of... uh, Mondo Bizarro. Mondo Bizarro. I win. Um, the, <laughs> it's like you know case. things about Ramones. Um, no. Am I no, crazy sure. on that? Um, it feels like no. like Richie hits. He it, they're not as heavy when he hits the drums. Okay. They, he he strikes with more precision on the drums. It's like he gets in and he gets out. We're gonna get to another song off of Mondo Bizarro where I think it proves your theory even more. Where uh-huh. <laughs> like 
he is hitting the crap out of those. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I I think you're maybe, talking about Marky. I'm talking about Marky. Yeah. Yeah. I think Marky probably hits hardest. harder. Well, Richie was a a jazz guy. Richie was a jazz guy, and he also is sort of credited as the one who helped them get the fastest. So uh-huh. it's like so it's like Tommy's not a natural drummer, but right. he plays the drums. Right. So they get to where they are. Great. Marky copies Tommy. Totally fine. Right. And I think they kind of do that as they're going. When Richie comes in, they go a little faster. Uh-huh. And then when Marky returns, uh-huh. they're like, we're doing this faster. And he's like, okay. Cool. Yeah. But I think... God, yeah. God bless Marky, man. So I think Marky going faster is also hitting harder. Yeah. I <laughs> or, mean, or it's maybe just the production, but it sounds like he's really like... Well, that's what that's I, was, I, I was almost getting to is that... The precision with which Richie seems to be hitting the drums allows for more control and mm. less resistance to do more things in a smaller amount of time. Okay. Whereas Marky's a bit more heavy handed. And mm-hmm. I'm saying the word sloppy, but of course I don't mean sloppy. I just mean sure. that there's a bit more soul happening in his drumming if i can say that okay even though it feels heavier and more heavy-handed but not necessarily in a bad way hmm. i can see what you're saying am i just talking nonsense no no now? i okay. don't think you are because okay. we've said at least i know i've said that i always kind of thought that richie to my untrained drum listening ear richie seems like he could get away with the most like sort of like tricks you know, uh-huh like, yeah yeah like sizzle moves <laughs> yeah and maybe that's what that is is like yeah he, yeah the way he plays allows for like you say those spaces yeah to happen when yeah he wants them to it's happen. just like and, less less friction and then more it's crisper yeah i just feel like he's crisper and yeah i don't know if that's a i don't know if that's part of his game or part of um the production yeah. Of it in particular, but totally. uh, but yeah, I can see I, I get that from this. Okay, cool. Yeah, it's in there. Um also I wanted to say okay, so so we, we were talking before about how you were saying that this song was a reaction to um Johnny getting beat up. Well the the title is inspired by that. Sure. That and, he and was himself too tough to die. <laughs> that that Johnny was too tough to die when he got right. the That's what the, shit do- beat out the of doctors him. walked out of the oh. operating room and they're like <laughs> He should be dead, but he's just too tough to die. (laughs) Um, I wanted to say that um, without really having that information while I was researching this song, which of course I have read his autobiography and should have remembered that, but Eh. unlike you, I I don't have the brain capacity to hold on to everything I read. You're doing just fine. Um, So I was just thinking like, is this song, this song almost makes sounds like if you didn't have that information, mm-hmm. that maybe they're making fun of a certain kind of person that comes to their show. Oh, yeah. That's like a meathead. The and... title, well, think about it. The title is just, could have just been the, I don't know. It's been so long since I've done improv shows. What's it called? The Suggestion. Yeah. Come on. I know, I couldn't <laughs> like, think of it. Oh, uh, what's it, uh, jokes? Give um, me a, it's been a give while, me but a I think word that line? would fill in the gaps of the inspiration we need. A suggestion. Thank you. First thing I heard. Uh, no, it, it could have been just like a suggestion to say, For like, this oh, song. that yeah. sounds cool. And then you 
go from But it there. makes so much more sense because there are a lot of really weird details in this song. Rainy like day, what? Rainy days rain, cool wine? Is that supposed to be a, like a metaphor for blood? Rainy days rain, cool wine. I'll scratch your back if you scratch mine. Hot sweat on my face. I feel like going out someplace. I don't know. I mean, there's obviously something going on here that's so specific. Uh-huh. Like... Unlike a Didi song where he'll write five lines and he'll give you the specificity of a moment without giving you any details whatsoever, I feel like this song is almost giving you a couple of details that are so specific that it's like, I know that this is about something, but I wasn't there, so right. I don't, it's like, it's almost a song that's like, and because you're you're putting it in context of, of Johnny's fight, which makes total sense to me now, hmm. that makes more sense to me in the sense that I feel like he literally wrote a song about that moment and because I don't have that context while I'm listening to this song, I'm like, what? No, I don't think I don't think the song is about that. Okay. I don't think the song is about his fight or whatever. I think the song is Inspired. They by got that. they got that title and then he and then, and they, then so yeah, I, I think it's taken on its own. I can't remember that there's some sort of literary school of thought that says like you should you should attack art as though the author is dead. Is it like they can't come and tell you anything? It's just you take it as it is. Yeah, yeah, it. yeah. So I think from that point of view, yeah, it's it's either trying to say, trying to tell a story of a person who is legitimately tough, and here's all the tough guy stuff they do. But it goes so far, tough it's guy, so that ridiculous. it feels like you're making fun of that guy. It, they're totally making fun of this guy. I Well, first of all, <laughs> main attraction in a freak sideshow. I mean, that's just, that's so Ramones. That's yeah. just like a nonsense Ramones line. It's just yeah. like the comic book begins, you know, mm-hmm. oh, with the time and place, a freak show in the 1950s. You know what I mean? Their boilerplate. Opening panel. <laughs> totally. Of freak show again, guys? Totally. Can I tell you the line that I almost always laugh at for some part? Okay. Some reason is I it's when it says very sincere. <laughs> I always say it in my head, very sincere. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm a nice guy. Very sincere. Very like, sincere. He's so defensive. Yeah. This Totally. Per- it's weird. And it's almost like our whole conversation here, right? Where he's like the guy is sort of apologizing, but also not apologizing. So he's yeah. saying, he's like, no, I'm a tough guy. I could beat the hell out of anybody. But you know what? When I'm on the, when I'm uh, out there working out, I'm a real nice guy. Very sincere. Chocolatey sweet. But when I'm out there, oh, man, you don't want to mess with me. I could kick the shit out of you. But you know what? But I'm also like a teddy bear. <laughs> you know? <laughs> like, what do you want from me? <laughs> yeah, seriously. I'm in real good shape. I can see you're in good shape. No, seriously, touch no, my muscles. I'm, I'm in, in good shape. <laughs> I'm in really good shape. Very sincere. Very sincere. It's kind of a weird song in that way, right? Yeah. Oh, and yeah. In that it's way, trying way too hard. So so who, do we know who wrote this song specifically? Is it? D.D. Is it a D.D.? Okay. This is a D.D. So yeah, it tracks with a lot of, especially this period D.D. where like, sure. there's this imagery that feels a little gay. Yeah, yeah. And also, like, yeah. trying to be tough, but almost making fun of trying to be tough. Yeah, and but I can't coming tell across as more gay, because you're putting up such with a, a muscle, strong, muscle-bound guys. Tough veneer on that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. It's just, I mean, the image of leather is right <laughs> there. 
It's so close. Those chaps are so assless. It's not Boy. funny. But you know what? I'm, no, I'm, I'm a really tough guy. <laughs> um, I also wanted to say about this song that this is the album where they loved the stutter effect. Yes. This is the other. can't get enough of that stutter effect. <laughs> Yeah, Mama's Boy and this one, right? It's just, I feel like it's some kind of... Now, Intellectual Molly wants it to be a choice that they're making, that this is thematically, you know, too tough to die, and they're choosing a stutter, and in that way it's, you know, sublimely undermining the message and all that stuff, but I think that we both know... That probably wasn't even like... Cynical Molly says. It probably wasn't even thoughtful. So Mama's Boy opens the album. Yeah. That's our first stutter. Right. Then they do another song. And then they do this. This This is the third one. Yeah, so it comes right after Mama's Boy. Let me ask you this. Yeah. How would it have made the album better or worse if they would have done every other song as a stutter song? Oh, If they stutter stepped the stutters. Wow. Well, that would have been awful, right? It kind of would have been yeah. con- the conceptual hilarious thing and in practice, awful. Yeah, it probably would have been way too much. But, uh, whoa, 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 way too much. But it's it's an interesting if you if you if Actually, you can wait. bear to think that they did it on pur- purpose. Like it's to start off with Mama's Boy, which in and of itself assumes so many things about the the the. Um, protagonist of the song not even getting into the lyrics just the title mama's boy and then going into this song too tough to die i mean it all sounds like it's sarcasm yeah you know um so again it just comes back to that age-old question we keep asking on this show is like how much of it actually is thoughtful mm-hmm. how much of it is just Didi just writing songs because he just wrote a song a day or whatever crazy amount of songs he wrote. Um, you know, how how deep does it go, Philip? What do you think? How deep does it go? How de- deep does it go? Do you think that sometimes Didi just fell into depth because he wrote so much and I think there's that understood music or I think there's that. And I think if I'm it's probably like I say, more of an apologist or some sort of super fan or whatever you want to call it. But I think there comes a point where if you are a writer who applies their craft enough, you can't help being good, or at least just being interesting. Yeah, and and I'm and not D saying definitely a, has a point of view. A yeah, couple of them at the <laughs> yeah you know? sometimes at the same time. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> Which so, I think is, is so, what is happening in this song. So is let's say let's say this. I think most often what happens that we've found is that even if the song isn't necessarily good, there is something interesting happening uh-huh. by virtue of the fact that an interesting person is behind it. Yeah. And when they let that kind of go. Yeah. Like you say, if they don't put on too many errors, if they don't do sort of uh, thing, when they let that sort of thing go, something creeps in because it's got to. Yeah. It's that sort of like film auteur theory that like, yeah. yeah, somehow Alfred Hitchcock has a real problem with his mom. Yeah. Like he can't help but bring it up. So mm. it's the same thing with this. We're yeah. like, I don't know what it is, but it, <laughs> he, he can't help but be himself. Yeah. No one can, but he's just prolific enough to keep doing it yeah so i think it's just interesting okay so i'm not yeah. i'm not in charge here but oh well i, I am I'm, I'm in charge <laughs> someone's gotta be in charge here very sincere 
Very um, sincere. So do you have any other facts or trends? I, I think I'm done on I facts feel like we're, I feel like we're talking feelings now. Yeah, I think we're definitely getting into a strong feeling section. I'm getting a feeling. How do you feel about the song? Okay, so... As it's... As a song. So I feel like this song is a super boy song. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's and like... you don't mean super boy. You mean no, real, real, I mean, real boy. It's like... Dude, <laughs> you know, yeah. I feel like it's Dee Dee sitting in his underwear in the living room with his guitar. And it's just the even the title Too Tough to Die is just such a boy title, you yes. know, and I I think the song is OK. okay. But even when I and not just me, and please, audience, go research this song. <laughs> Yeah. People talk about this album, Too Tough to Die, a lot, and they review the album a lot. But even when they break down the songs on the album, they often skip over this song. Mm-hmm. And they say, this isn't the song, it's the songs after. You know, they'll, they'll mention sure. it, but they'll glaze over it. They don't actually go into detail on this song. And I think it's because this song is, is it's a bit um, bare. Mm-hmm. It's a bit threadbare for me. Okay. It's a bit too specific in a way that I don't understand. And it's just like, it's like a locker, it's like a boy's locker room. And I'm walking in and I'm like, okay, I get it, but I shouldn't be here. It feels, <laughs> yeah. I, I know what you mean. And I, and I, I like where you're going with that because I, I do get the feeling that whatever like satirical element or irony we're trying to apply to it, I feel like we may be applying that a little harder. Oh, yeah. It feels more like, and it's probably, I would argue it's maybe more interesting overall to think about the writer who had to write this than it is to actually experience it. Yeah, definitely. We would probably be more interested if it was legitimately satirically, not just like Mean Spirit of Freak Sideshow or whatever, pointing out how like this guy is really pointing out i don't think the character how do i say this i don't think dd was making as much of a comment about this guy who says he's a tough guy but is also this as i think we're saying it was like yeah dd wants us to think he's a tough guy but he's also really nice yeah you know and like and he's trying really hard on that tough thing yeah i wish it had more of a of an outsider point of view yeah. that kind of solidified some kind of protagonist in the song for us right and maybe it's and it might be us and other other people can have different opinions about that sort of thing but i think they're all dumb Um, (laughs) no i think i (laughs) what i mean to say is i would say I'll, i'll i'll say it this way you and i are probably more artsy than than some people than some people who might legitimately talk about how tough they are sure these are the type but, but of these the, are the type of people who would talk about how awesome their cars are, dude. But it, it okay. The and thing that the, but this is the issue with this song. Okay, the it's like back and forth doesn't doesn't collab one line one <laughs> sentence of the song does not collaborate with the next sentence of the sure. song. Again, I repeat the line: "Rainy days, rain, cool, <laughs> cool wine." I feel like this is the beginning of a sparkling wine commercial. And then I'll scratch your back if you scratch mine. It's almost like posh. Yeah. I'm a very nice guy. Very sincere. Very sincere. (laughs) You know? Um, That just doesn't connect with... No. It doesn't. 
it's arguably main attraction in a freak sideshow or at the concert when the band comes on i'm in the ring where i belong like those, these it's are arguably why songs. we're talking about it yeah you know what i mean like it's but i don't know i can't tell how purposeful it was right i don't know if i have to know i keep thinking i keep thinking of Kurt Cobain lyrics, which are like all over the place. Yeah, yeah, totally. But they're supposed to be more about the sound and the feeling of those things. But that might also be just us applying our well, own that, stuff to you it know, that we're not a, doing for this. That's an interesting comparison, and I'd like to sidebar on that for one second here. Sidebar the sidebar. Kurt Cobain, you know, I think is a great example to put up against Dee Dee as a songwriter because Kurt Cobain even is way more abstract in his storytelling than Dee Dee. Dee Dee almost like 90% of the time has a protagonist Mm -hmm. in his storytelling. He he tells a story with a beginning, a middle and an end, even if it's obscure. It's more literal. Yeah. It's, it's, and whereas a band like Nirvana, a lot of their songs are way more Dadaism or some kind of just surreal. Yeah. Surreal business. So, you know, I think that's a really interesting comparison because well, that's just what I jump to when I think of things where it's like, oh, those ideas don't match, but that's the point. Yeah, but I feel like I because feel like I know Dee Dee so well as a songwriter, that's why I feel like it's a bit lazy to me. Yeah, maybe. That it's a bit it's a bit too much stream of consciousness and not enough thoughtful, sure. what are you trying to say in the song? I like what you said about, I think it's true, about me in this album too. It's like, this is there's better things to come Yeah. on, on this. Yeah. Uh, so what are you giving it? I'm going to give it, like, a very iffy-like. Very iffy. Which I know is crazy because everybody loves this album because it's their return to punk rock. And, you know, they were just doing it to make money before. And now they're starting <laughs> to get back to the punk rock roots and blah, 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 blah. But as a namesake on this album, I'm like, yeah, it's a cool title, I guess. Mm. I'm going to even like to. Yeah. I don't like it. <laughs> it's all right. Tight. Sounds good. It sounds okay. I think it sounds good. All right. Um, <laughs> who are you gonna give the most valuable to? Oh gosh, I don't even know. I guess I'll, I guess I'll give it to Richie. Okay. Because I actually noticed his drums enough to talk about him. Okay. I don't want to give it to Dee Dee because honestly, I don't think he deserves it then, for this one. Then I'm gonna give it to Dee Dee. Oh. I, because <coughs> if for no other reason, we, what else would we talk about? All right. There's like I just yeah. There's problems here, but. He's the most valuable problem. Yeah, but listen, here's the reason why I think you shouldn't give it to Dee Dee. Okay. They were going to write a song called Too Tough to Die, no matter what. I feel like Dee Dee's just the one who did it first. Or mm-hmm. hmm. The name Too Tough to Die was kicking around and somebody was going to write that song. Yeah. Anyway. Very sincere. Very sincere. I'm still sticking with them. I I I love a rainy day, rain cool one. I'm, I'm a I'm real tough sincere. guy. I'm a real tough guy, but I'm very sincere. <laughs> it's even the way that Joey says it. It's just really funny to me. Very sincere. Very sincere. Just a little like I'm listening to it in the car, and every time I'm very sincere. Um, do you have any last thoughts? About- That's all I got to say. And, and for everybody listening, you know, I really didn't mean to come down so hard on Too Tough to Die. You don't have to apologize to those guys. But. You don't know them nothing, girl. I feel like they're millionaires. They died millionaires. That's fine. Okay with it. It's fine. No one, no one at the end of their life was thinking like, I wonder if, I hope nobody comes down too hard on Too Tough to Die. <laughs> <laughs> that song with all the stutters. Um, well, cool. 
thank you everybody for j- j- joining us today. <laughs> Please follow us on Twitter. We're at Ramones Podcast. And join us next time when we will be discussing the song Touring on Ramones of the Day. Yeah.